Hey, Merry Christmas, Valley family. Hope you're enjoying the holiday. New Year is uh, New Year's Eve is really right up on us. And uh, before we jump in uh, to a brand new 2019 and all that God has for us, man, I believe the best is yet to come. Uh, we don't want to be like that guy that you just saw there, you know, looked like he maybe didn't follow through with a lot of stuff in 2018. Uh, but we want to look back uh, during this time together, this special online campus day. We're giving literally hundreds and hundreds uh, of our volunteers, our Dream Team members, a break uh, by, by not having services. And so I hope you're under a warm blanket and maybe with a cup of coffee in front of the fire or something like that. Uh, just going to enjoy this special message because I do want to take the time uh, to really uh, take a look back and, and look forward uh, and then look around as well on this uh, New Year's message uh, as we wind up and close up 2018. So if you have your, your Valley app, uh, even at home, go ahead and open that up uh, and you'll be able to follow along in your app notes and, and be able to look back on these notes in the weeks, months, uh, and the rest of the year to come. I think they're going to probably prove to be very inspirational for you uh, and, and maybe even motivational as well. And, and so first thing before we jump into a new year, what I want to do is look back. And, and 2018 has been a phenomenal year for the Valley family, uh, just, just absolutely mind-blowing. And uh, I want to share with you some of that because we want to look back. And what we want to do is we look back, we want to praise God. We want to give God all the praise for everything that he's done. You know, I kind of preach this to the staff all the time. Uh, we're going to do everything that we can do. And then we're going to let God do what only he can do. And God did some stuff uh, in 2018 that only he could do. We did everything we could do, uh, and yourself included, Valley Family, some of the things I'm going to be sharing with you right now. And then God did what only he could do, and he adds, and he multiplies, and he does so much more because we're willing to do everything that we possibly can do. And so uh, I want to kind of frame this first point about looking back, praising God. There's so much in the Bible that talks about giving praise, giving thanks to God. In Psalm 9, the ninth Psalm, verse 1, uh, the Bible says, I will praise you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all the marvelous things that you have done. And so that's what I want to do. I just want us to look back and really praise God and, and give Him the glory uh, for everything that He's done. Because I couldn't do this. Uh, our, our staff could not do this. We couldn't do it even if we just got all of our, you know, everyone together. Let's do something. Let's do all these things, accomplish all these things. The glory and the honor and the praise really belongs to God. So as we look back, I want to make sure He gets the praise and all the, all the glory. Uh, many of you remember at the end of 2017, we laid out a strategy, which a lot of that was to be accomplished in 2018, and we called it our four legacy lanes. And, and I want to just go back, review what we said in December of 2017. This is what we hope to accomplish in 2018, and, and really look at what actually happened through those legacy lanes, making an impact not just for ourselves, but literally for generations to come. And so first lane in our legacy lanes was Valley. It was our own, our own church, um, the ways that we wanted to expand, to reach more people through our own church. Uh, one of the first points there was we wanted to move our portable campus into a permanent facility. Well, uh, we bought that permanent facility. We own it now, uh, and that's on Sheaf Road, 657 Sheaf Road. We closed on that. We own it. We're developing uh, the... Um, 
floor plan and the renovation plan and the architectural schematic I'm about to show you in just a minute uh, as we look toward the future in 2019, but we did it. And uh, how exciting would it be, and I think there's a real possibility of it, if next Christmas of 2019 we celebrate not only at our Hopewell campus but in our permanent Poughkeepsie campus. That would just be phenomenal, and uh, I'd like you to just join me in praying uh, that that would actually happen as we're starting that process. Uh, also still on the, the radar is about a year after we open in our permanent campus uh, in Poughkeepsie, about a year after that, then we want to kick off and launch another portable campus in Cortland Manor to reach more people in that Westchester, uh, Putnam area there, Putnam County, Westchester County there. So we're still going to use all the, the equipment that we're using right now in the movie theater in Poughkeepsie, and we'll use that uh, to reach folks south of here. Uh, we also, in 2018, we went from what we used to have just a, a kid's uh, blast, and, and that was just a three-day thing. We actually had a whole week uh, of summer blast, and we expanded there. Uh, I'm real excited about just all the great feedback that we heard from so many of the parents. Uh, I, I think we had over 100 kids and kids, kids blast this week, um, this summer. It was just fantastic. And then we opened our Valley Preschool in 2018. We said we are going to do it, and we did it. And uh, huge amount of incredible positive feedback from the parents of the kids that are in that Valley Preschool, and they're going to be enrolling again in January uh, if you want to jump in, if you have a child that's preschool age, and so we're just thrilled about that. Uh, and uh, the one thing we're not going to be able to do uh, coming up in 2019 is the Valley Summer Kids Camp, because again, we're working on the facility there in Poughkeepsie, but this first summer that we're in there, uh, that's when we'll have the, the full summer kids camp uh, that'll be five days a week for eight weeks instead of 2019. It looks like it's going to be 2020 uh, before we can do that, and uh, the only thing holding that up is just uh, that facility being finished so we can use it there on 657 uh, Sheaf Road. And here are some other just amazing things that happen. Uh, in 2018, we saw 171 first-time salvations. 171 people received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior for the first time. And that's not like a guesstimate. That is literal checked off on that communication card. Today, I'm receiving Jesus Christ as my Savior for the first time. 171 people in and through our services. And uh, boy, God de deserves all the glory for that. He's the only one that can do that. Uh, I can't do that. We can't do that. We can just create an environment, a church culture that, that is accepting and, and people feel welcomed in, but God is the one that moves upon their heart. 171, just think about that number for just a minute. Average-sized church in the United States is 70 people. Average-sized church in the United States is 70 people. That's like two churches started just from new Christians through Valley Christian Church through the Valley family. Uh, we also saw a 7% growth in attendance, uh, and some of those numbers are still coming in. It could go up as high as eight, but right now 7% growth in attendance, and look at this. We, 1,039 people weekly attendance for the last 10 weeks of 2018. We averaged 1,039 people every week for the last 10 weeks of 2018. Absolutely phenomenal numbers. In fact, really for the whole fourth quarter, we were just a little hair over uh, 1,000 people per week for the entire fourth quarter. 
I mean, that's just so mind-blowing to me when I think about, you know, again, when I became the, the lead pastor, the senior pastor of Valley uh, in 1993, 1990, it was the summer of 1993, 1994, Easter, we had 120 people, 120 on Easter Sunday. Absolutely remarkable, mind-blowing for me to think about what God has done, you know, and it's Him, and He deserves all the glory and all the praise for that. So that's our valley lane, obviously a lot of details in that, but then we also have our local lane as well. It's not just about our church, uh, but, but because of your generosity, we're able to accomplish all of these things uh, in, in, as you gave not only to valley, but through valley, uh, and we're able to accomplish so much in these legacy lanes Locally, continue to partnership, uh, have a partnership with Unshattered, uh, with the Hoving Home, with the Bread of Life, and with Sparrow's Nest as well. All of these are other organizations outside of our own that, that you, Valley Family, not only uh, volunteer with, uh, give your time, but resources through Valley that also we're able to pour into uh, these organizations as well that are helping people in, in all kinds of different areas of their life, uh, struggles, challenges. Uh, so I, I'm just so thrilled that we can partner with those four local organizations, and, and that's reaching people right here in Dutchess County, right here in the Mid-Hudson Valley. So it's not over yonder somewhere. This is right in our neighborhood, right in our community. So I'm so thankful for Unshattered, uh, Hoven Home, Bread of Life, and Sparrow's Nest. And we have just so many people volunteer in Sparrow's Nest. I even think about how many people just run in uh, to raise funds for Sparrow's Nest. Uh, uh, one of the men in our church even bought a bunch of Christmas trees and delivered Christmas trees to those that uh, uh, are recipients a sparrow's nest for Christmas, delivering Christmas trees to their door, uh, families that are just struggling, you know, with a, a family member that's been diagnosed with cancer. Just, that could go on and on and on. So it's such a great partnership with these four organizations here uh, locally. And, and, you know, this is what really the Bible tells us. In Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it says, And whatever you do or say, do it as representatives of the Lord Jesus. Whatever you do or say, do it as representatives of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. And so I do, I give thanks to, to the Lord. I, I just want to just thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, uh, for the honor to partner with you as not only through our church what you're doing, but also these local organizations like Unshattered and Hoving Home and Bread of Life and Sparrow's Nest. And then nationally as well, Nationally, some of our partnerships, one of which is uh, the Association of Related Churches. Uh, they use the acronym ARC. Through our generosity and, and many, many churches around the country, ARC was able to plant 76 churches in the United States in 2018. 76 brand new churches in 2018, which brings the total in the last 18 years, ARC has planted 809 churches in the United States of America, 809. Also trained 103 new church planters through ARC Intensives just in 2018 alone with 150 couples set to launch brand new churches, 150 couples, 150 more churches over the next uh, 12 to 18 months. 
also a really uh, dynamic uh, and exciting development in 2018 uh, is our partnership as our church, Valley Christian Church, with U.S. Cal, United States Coalition of Apostolic Leaders, uh, which is a, United, a national organization uh, led by uh, Joe Matera, Bishop Joe Matera down in Brooklyn. Uh, we've actually been in talk and negotiations, and we're, we're putting the, uh, the finishing touches on a, a partnership where U.S. Cal wants to partner with Conexus Leadership Network that I'm also the president of and take Conexus nationally to the whole United States of America. And so early on uh, in the year, I'm going to be speaking uh, to a major network down in Florida about that partnership and then in Texas in June that I'll be sharing that to the United States Coalition to their uh, conference on a regular basis. I'm part of the executive team now of U.S. Cal, and these are very like-minded churches that are saying, we recognize what Valley is doing and the partnership with Conexus Leadership Network, the, the idea that we're made for Mondays, and we want to bring Conexus not just to the Hudson Valley, but to every single, every single state in the United States of America. And uh, it's huge. I think, uh, U.S. Cal has over 350 members. And so when this partnership is formalized and just finished and it's going to be in the next few months, boom, just like that, Conexus Leadership Network is going to be close to 400 members around the country. Absolutely mind-blowing the impact God's allowing us to have from downtown Hopewell Junction in, in Dutchess County. And, and so that's on a, a national uh, basis right there. And then an international the international lane that we have, uh, our ongoing partnerships with Pastor Yuri Semenyuk in uh, Tiraspol, Transnistria. Uh, Susie and I, my wife Susie and I, and our daughter Michaela were able to go over there in the fall. And uh, uh, as we mentioned, they're starting a children's training center. And uh, we, we have committed to give them $30,000 uh, that will pay for the entire renovation of that. Because, you know, it's not just about us. We don't want to be short, short, so short-sighted that it's just about let's raise funds so Valley can benefit. That, that's, I, I think that actually, well, let me just put it this way. I think that's selfish. I think that's very selfish, and, and uh, we want to be selfless, as you're going to hear about in the next series that we start next week. And, and so uh, we committed to give them $30,000. It covers the entire cost of that. Over a third of that we've already given to them, uh, and, and the reason is just because of paperwork, all this, you can't just give that huge amount like that at one time uh, in terms of them receiving it over there. Uh, but Pastor Yuri uh, and his wife are actually coming. They'll be with us on February the 10th, and we're real excited uh, that they will take back with them the remainder of that $30,000 that we already have set aside for them. Uh, and they've already begun work on the Children's Training Center. Uh, they had in their children's Christmas production that they do, which is absolutely mind-blowing, uh, they had over 4,000 children. This week, they've had over 4,000 children uh, in this country that have come that it's illegal to be a Christian. 4,000 children. They, they've had the, uh, the mafia, uh, organized crime bosses, they send their kids to this. It's just absolutely mind-blowing. Those are in the KGB, send their children to it. Just crazy, the impact. And, and so we have a tremendous amount of fruit uh, in the eastern part 
uh, of Europe in Tiraspol, Transnistria. And then we continue to partner with Pastor Anatoly Gerverluk uh, in Kiev, Ukraine, his church, Living Word Church. From that church, over 500 churches have been planted all over uh, Europe and in Israel as well. And so again, we always look for opportunities to partner with reproducing ministries, not just you know, one spot, but the, where they reproduce. Uh, and Pastor Yuri, also in Transnistria, has several churches they've planted out of there that we go and preach to. And then we had a new partnership, you might remember, in July. Uh, a new friend, a, a pretty recent friend of mine, Liam Smith in Munich, Germany. Uh, he was with us, and he preached live uh, in July. And, uh, and then that was one of the stops Susie and I and, and our daughter Michaela made in Germany as well, uh, working with group of churches there. He has three churches, Liam Smith does, and also was able to do video conferencing uh, into Prague as well, into Poland, uh, and to a couple of other sites in Germany. Just absolutely amazing, again, because of technology, uh, how we can reach so many. So uh, we're really doing it in our Valley Legacy Lane, our local lane, our national and international. It's like check every one of those boxes. You know, we've been able to do it. And it's because of your generosity, Valley family. And, and I just want to thank so many that, that not only just give, but have given so sacrificially uh, to make this all happen. And it's just absolutely remarkable, and uh, I just want to thank everyone. Give God the glory uh, as we look back on all that he's done on 2018. I want to thank my staff. Uh, I've got a phenomenal team around me that makes my job so much easier and, and so much lighter. And you know what? I also want to just thank uh, for 2018, I want to thank the spouses of our staff members. You know, sometimes it's some weird hours that we have to work. Uh, and, uh, and, and the spouses, those that are married, they're just so understanding. You know, just our Christmas services, for instance, there were many uh, on staff, uh, several of them, that were at the Poughkeepsie Galleria movie theater at 5 a.m. I didn't say wake up. I mean there at 5 a.m. And they put in 15, almost 17-hour day on Sunday for those four services. Just, just mind-blowing. And so I just thank the spouses and the families of... Uh, of the staff members here at Valley and the, our facility teams that just keep everything looking so beautiful here in Hopewell and also the setup team, a portable church there in Poughkeepsie. You know, it's just, you, you'd be surprised how many first-time guests come into our church here, our campus in Hopewell, and they're like, how old is this church? Because everything looks brand new. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it was built in 1988. But that's just because of the quality of people that just take care of our facilities and just keep them up keep them updated. Uh, so I just want to thank you all. That's a huge, huge team win for the kingdom of God as we just look back and we give God the praise that really he deserves because we, we've done everything we could, but then God's done what only he could do. And, and so we look back, we praise God, and now we want to look forward. Look forward into 2018, and what do we want to do? We want to share God. We want to just keep doing more of the same and just multiply and expand, not doing different, but just multiply and expand what it is that we did in 2018 and just to reach more and more people. I mean, look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 9, uh, verse 22 and 23 says. I love this in the New Living Translation. Uh, Paul is talking about reaching as many people as he possibly can and making a connection with them. And listen to what he says here. He says, when I am with those who are weak, I share... Their weaknesses. I look for a point of relatability. For I want to bring 
I want to bring the weak to Christ. Yes, I try to find common ground with everyone. Common ground with everyone, doing everything I can to save some. So we want to look forward, and, and, and what we want to do is we want to share God with others. And he goes on and he says, I do everything to spread the good news and to share in its blessings. Paul in the scripture said he wanted to do everything he could to share the good news, to share God with others. And, and the same is for, for us here at Valley as a Valley family. We want to do everything we can to reach as many people as we possibly can. And you know what? When we do that, we share in the blessings of the good news, of the gospel, of the gospel. You know, it's pretty amazing. Just in our Christmas services uh, on uh, December the 23rd, 23 people received Christ as their Savior. 23. Man, there's nothing that gets me more charged up than that. A hundred and, uh, what was the number? Uh, again, 171 total for the year, but 23 of those on one day. One day. Absolutely remarkable. And, and so we want to look forward and we want to look for opportunities, uh, really, and tools that are going to help us to share God. And what I want to do right now is, uh, I'm real excited about this, I want to share uh, the architectural renderings uh, of what our Poughkeepsie campus is going to look like when it's finished. And, and I want to just uh, frame it in this way, because it's about sharing the good news with others. And so we want to just, as Hopewell here, this is a, a wonderful tool, facility to reach people. Uh, that's what our Poughkeepsie campus is going to be about as well. It's not about a building. It's about people. It's always about people. And, and so even as I share this, and, and you see, and, and I think even as you're watching an online campus, there's going to be some ooh and on because it's just phenomenal uh, what's coming to our Poughkeepsie campus, for our Poughkeepsie campus, as a base of operations to reach more people. That's why we do it. That's why multiple services. That's why a year after we open in Poughkeepsie at our permanent site, we're going to launch uh, a, a third campus, uh, really, or a fourth if you count the online campus, uh, in Cortland Manor to reach as many people as we possibly can. So as we look forward, we want to share God. And, and so uh, let's go ahead and start taking a look at, at the architectural renderings of what that's going to look like. First of all here, this is kind of an aerial view. Some of the parking in the back there that you see there, uh, it, we're working on how that's going to be lay, laid out right now. But this is an aerial view of that, what is that warehouse right now that we own, uh, 657 uh, Sheaf Road. Uh, give you a, an idea there. Cut some skylights into that. It's going to be really fantastic. If we could go to the next one, please. This is just from the... Uh, Back view, actually, so you're seeing the back parking lot. These overhangs, these orange overhangs, which are really cool. I'm not sure if you can make that out on your computer screen or how you're watching that, but there's actually a cross up in there. So when the sun shines, it casts a shadow of the cross on the ground as people walk in. Our architects came up with that. I just think it's the coolest thing in the world. You know, just kind of subtle, but like the cross is right there. Everyone who enters through the cross. Man, I, I love that. Let's go to the next one. Uh, this is more of a ground level view as you're looking at the building there with the big V logo, uh, our valley logo you see on, on the side there. Um, and uh, 
I think that, let's go to the next slide and going to zoom in. Look at that. How cool is that? Uh, right there, that kind of an orange entryway. Uh, and uh, real excited. This is going to be phase one. The whole thing is going to be finished on the outside, but phase one is just the top, this entrance that you see there. Uh, that's to the top half or a little more than half of the building. It's about 16,000 square feet. Auditorium will seat about 400, uh, 425 uh, for phase one. And uh, we're, we're about to to actually go inside. Are you ready to go inside? Let's go ahead and, and go inside on the next slide there. Look at that lobby area and cafe. Isn't that breathtaking? Just fantastic. I just love this so much. Our, the architect that we work with, uh, Stephen Tinkleman, his firm there, I, I think they've actually come to services and spent a lot of time with us talking and brainstorming. They just captured kind of the valley feel there. Look at that. Uh, the floor is the uh, stained and sealed concrete, a very, very low maintenance and very inexpensive expensive as well after a one-time thing and so this is our cafe area where people will enter uh, just a warm place as well that people want to stay not only come early but stay afterwards as well just to uh, you know really connect and and really build community and let's go to the next slide there this is another view you'll see uh, on the right hand side here uh, that's the entrance to what would be phase two. We're not going to complete that uh, at this time, but we are laying out some of the preliminary design for uh, phase two. But this is just another uh, view of the lobby cafe area uh, that we'll have as you walk into that entrance. And then on to the next slide. This is viewing back towards the entrance. That's the lighted area that you see uh, on the left-hand part of that picture. Uh, the orange doors, one of those, the one closest to you in this view, uh, that's actually just for storage, but the one next to that is actually, you see the entrance, uh, one of the entrances to the auditorium uh, that'll be right there. Uh, and then go on to the last slide that we'll be showing. This is just an example of what our Valley Kids check-in area is going to be, look like. Uh, People will also be able to check in just during iPads, using iPad right there, or even on your mobile phone device, we're using the technology. So you can just walk in, check in your kids right there, and, and just pick up the number on the way by and drop them right off. Uh, so we're, we're so excited uh, about this, and just encourage you to pray with us. Uh, as I said, there's a possibility we could be in there uh, for next Christmas, and uh, boy, I'd love that. It would be so fantastic. I know our setup team in Poughkeepsie would love it too, to just have to show up maybe 30 minutes before service instead of a hour plus two hours plus before service uh, to do all the setup there I think it's actually only an hour hour and 15 but um, we, we appreciate all that they've done boy for four years just absolutely phenomenal serving Jesus while serving the Valley family so so that's what the future holds for us and and we're looking forward and we want to share God and and not only that here's the third thing we want to look around and we want to serve God we want to look around look around us at, at where are there opportunities to serve and we want to get involved it's so important it makes all the difference in the world is getting involved Galatians chapter 5 verse 13 in the contemporary English version the Bible says my friends you were chosen to be free so don't use your freedom as an excuse to do anything you want use it as an opportunity to serve each other with love when, when we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior and he brings freedom into our life freedom from sin and begins to break the back over selfishness and we're going to talk about that in our next series you know, what, what are we supposed to use that freedom for? Just to be 
more selfish? No, not at all. What do we do? Not to do anything we want, but to use it as an opportunity to serve others in love. In fact, so our next series is all about that. We're calling it Selfless and uh, you know, hopefully you picked up your invite uh, for uh, that series, Selfless, New Year, Less Me. And, and I, I just invite you all, don't miss it as we kick this off next week, uh, beginning on January the 6th. Uh, and it's going to be a great, really a great series for the new year and for you to invite your friends and your unchurched family members as well. And uh, just a great way as we're making New Year's resolutions, maybe going to lose a little weight, going to get to the gym, you know, read a book a month, whatever it is that your resolution is, uh, don't forget, make sure to come for this series, these four weeks in January that we're going to have together uh, as we really set the tone for not just personal resolutions, but to become better people, the people that God, the individuals that God wants each and every one of us to be, to become not more selfish, not self-focused, but more selfless. And so, uh, you know, I, I think it's important. I want you to just keep in mind, Valley family, as, as New Year's is approaching 2019, why we do what it is that we do. You know, and I throw out a number like, uh, you know, our average attendance is 1,039. We average that every week for the last 10 weeks of 2018, every number is a person. That's 1,039 people, 1,039 stories, 1,039 souls that Jesus died for and rose from the dead. That's why we do what we do. That's why you know, I don't know that we ever should just get content. Hey, that's enough. We don't care what happens to anyone else. Let's just keep it just the size that we are. Really? Really? Is that ever going to put a smile on Jesus' face? Just us and no more? We always want to look for opportunities how we can serve him, how we can reach out. Because every one of those numbers, God's in the numbers. Sometimes I hear pastors say, oh, you shouldn't be into numbers. God's into numbers. In fact, there's a whole book of the Bible entitled Numbers over and over again. In the book of Acts, it says 3,000 were added to their number that day on day one of the church. Day one, the church was a mega church. It says the, the Holy Spirit continued to add to their number daily those who were being saved. I, I, you know what? I was thinking about it. You know what I'd love to see happen in 2019? 365 salvations, 365, one for every day of the year. I think that would just be just an awesome goal, 365 new salvations, first-time salvations. And so every number has a name. Every name is a person. Every person has a story. So what I want to do right now in kind of closing uh, this message for this new year as we've look back, we've looked forward, we're looking around. I, I, I want to just share with you a, a short video story uh, of a young lady that, that came to Valley just a couple months ago. Her name's Lauren, and uh, she has an incredible, incredible story about what God has done in her life, through her life, uh, since really walking through the doors 
here at Valley. And I share this just as a reminder. This is why we do what we do, because it's not about buildings. It's not about square footage. That's not a vision. That, that's a tool. That's not a vision for ministry. That's a tool. The vision for ministry is about reaching people, reaching souls, and making disciples, followers of Jesus Christ. And, and both of those things are required, reaching them and then discipling them, and then reaching and then discipling them. So right now, I'm just going to ask you, just, just focus your attention right now at home while maybe you're in front of the fireplace in your footy pajamas with some cocoa, and, and listen to Lauren's story, and then I'll be back. So I started to seek out some form of spirituality um, five years ago when I was struggling with um, really bad depression. I first started with yoga um, and meditation and um, then I started doing um, reading into Hindu practices and um, then I moved on into Buddhism and I kind of scratched the surface of like any Eastern um, religion. Uh, one of the practices I got into was um, I was a Reiki practitioner. Um, Reiki is, for people who don't know what Reiki is, um, it's a form of hands-on energy healing. I always felt really um, just really connected to things that were supernatural. I guess that was kind of like alluring too with um, a, a, the New Age practice. It wasn't until um, the end of my involvement in the New Age and that I realized that anything that was communicating with me was not of God. And I realized it was demonic. You're working off of a different spirit, obviously, with, um, with the New Age practice. You're not using the Holy Spirit, but um, over the summer, I started praying to the Holy Spirit. Um, I started praying to Jesus, and even though um, in my mind, in my New Age mind, I viewed Jesus as um, an enlightened person, not a man-god that he is. I viewed him as like an ascended master, an enlightened person, like um, like all the Buddhas were, like something along those lines. Until, um, uh, I mean, it was like he was communicating with me that like that's not what I am, like and you like and you know that like so you need to like you need to wake up now. Uh, so I heard about Valley just by I googled non-denominational Christian churches um, and then I, I clicked on it and I liked what I saw and and then the next day I was here. I walked in during a worship song that I that I actually knew and I was like okay I want to sing. <laughs> and I, I was really happy to that I even knew because like I said um, I started listening to worship music back in the summertime like in August so um, it just, it felt right. So Lauren uh, renounced her, her new age uh, involvement there. No one told her, you better do this, you have to do this, stop all that. You know, no one told her that. Well, no one in this church did. God did. God did, just God grabbed a hold of her heart. He did what only he can do. 
And, uh, you know, in talking with Lauren, actually, uh, she put it this way when she came into Valley. She said, and I quote, she said, it made coming to him feel like a true embrace by the father that he is. Isn't that beautiful? This is a courageous young lady, just, just turned from all that. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I know firsthand there have been friends that have turned their back on her because she renounced the new age stuff that she was involved in and the practices and uh, publicly has come out and said, I'm a, I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I, I'm a Christian. And uh, thank you, Lauren, for trusting us and sharing your story with us. And, and, and I think that's just a great example because when you hear a number like 1,039 people, uh, it's easy just to think of it as a number, but it's not, it's, it's 1,039 people like Lauren. That's why we do what we do. And there is just no joy in the world like seeing God firsthand just transforming people's lives. That's why we do what we do, Valley Family. And I'm so honored and so humbled to be lead pastor of, of such a family as this, church family. And so I, I thank you, Valley family, so many of you that serve the Lord by serving in the Valley family. And we're gonna be talking about this more uh, in our selfless series, more opportunity uh, to serve there. But uh, for the time being, let me just show this. If you wanna, you don't even wanna wait. <laughs> if you wanna just get involved with one of our dream teams, volunteers, uh, you can just check out our website, uh, valleyny.cc backslash serve, uh, and it'll, it'll give you an opportunity. You can sign up right there, right now, at the end of this online service. Uh, you can go and sign up for one of our Dream Team uh, volunteer teams, just making a difference. And, and there's so much fulfillment that comes when we get our eyes off of ourselves and, and, God, how can I help someone else? How, how can I make an impact in someone else's life? You know, and I'm so thrilled when I think about, you know, Lauren, the first time she Googles us, she comes on campus here at Hopewell, and she felt loved and welcomed and accepted. And, and that's you that did that. Long before I get up to preach, that first impression has been made by you, Valley family, both here and in Poughkeepsie. And so I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. What a year 2018 has been. I have a feeling 2019, the best is yet to come. We ain't seen nothing yet. And so I'm going to ask right now, would you just bow your heads with me, even if you're in your living room or wherever you are watching this right now, uh, and let's just pray together, all right? Father, we just thank you, Lord, for 2018. Lord, thank you as we are able to look back and just we give you all the glory. We give you all the praise for what you and only you could do, Lord, in and through the Valley family. Lord, through these legacy lanes, Lord, that you're allowing us to leave a legacy, Lord, that will far outlive us, a legacy that will remain. Father, we just thank you as we've been able to look forward, Lord, maybe even have a greater sense of passion to share, share you with those that we come in contact with, to be salt, to be light. Lord, really realizing that we were made for Mondays and you have a plan and purpose for each and every one of us to impact the lives of those around us. And, and Father, help us just also to look around. Look for opportunities, Lord, if we're not involved. Look for opportunities where we can roll up our sleeves 
And we can serve you, Lord, by serving others. And, and we can make an impact in other people's lives, Lord, not only by what we say, but, Lord, what we do, how we serve them. Thank you, Father, for 2018. We give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Happy New Year, Valley family.